This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table. Good evening, friends. Welcome to our weekly contemplative practice session. So good to be with you wherever and whenever you are tuning in. Tonight we're going to spend some time uh, discovering how we can find peace and happiness in the present moment. Finding peace and happiness in the present moment. It's often difficult for us to do that because we live so much of our lives in the future or in the past. We're looking back with nostalgia at what once was or with grief or sadness at what once was but no longer is or with regret, or we're looking forward to what's around the bend. And we imagine that peace and happiness will happen one day when I get there, wherever there is. And so our minds are often in this looking forward or looking backward posture And when we do that, we are not able to be present now. And the present moment is actually, of course, the only moment we ever truly have. Life is lived in the present moment. But it's so hard for us to be in that moment. It's so hard for us to be here right now. And I don't know about you, uh, but there have been times in my life where I've experienced an ability to simply be present, letting go of everything else. And when I do that, I find, wow, a richness, uh, a peace, a joy, a gratitude that's too often fleeting because I'm looking ahead or I'm looking back. To guide us in our time, we're going to read a selection from Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth. Before we read from that, I invite you to take a deep breath in. And breathing out. And as you're paying attention to your breath, pay attention also to your posture, to how you're sitting. I'm seated comfortably on a cushion on the floor, sitting cross-legged, hands open on my lap, shoulders loose, back straight. Once you're comfortable, take a deep breath in. Breathing in this present moment, 
where it's good to be together in this contemplative practice. And breathing out. Breathing out regret for the past. Breathing out whatever the future might hold. Breathing in and breathing out. We're reading from a section with a header, The Secret of Happiness. The Secret of Happiness, that's what drew my eye to this section of the book. And he begins with some thoughts that might be in our mind, right? Things that, scripts we might hear in our minds. Something happened in the past that should not have happened, and I resent that. If that hadn't happened, I would be at peace now. There needs to be, there is something that needs to happen in my life before I can be at peace, before I can be happy, before I can be fulfilled. And I resent that it hasn't happened yet. Maybe my resentment will finally make it happen. Or another thought, something is happening now that should not be happening and it is preventing me from being at peace now. Tolley writes, often the unconscious beliefs are directed toward a person and so happening becomes doing. You should do this or that, directed toward someone else, so that I can be at peace. And I resent that you haven't done it yet. Maybe my resentment will make you do it. Something you or I did, said, or failed to do in the past is preventing me from being at peace now. Or what you are doing or failing to do now is preventing me from being at peace. Do you recognize any of those inner dialogues? Tolley says, all of the above are assumptions unexamined thoughts that are confused with reality. They are stories the ego creates to convince you that you cannot be at peace now or cannot be fully yourself now. Being at peace and being who you are, that is being yourself, are one. The ego says maybe at some point in the future I can be at peace if this, that, or the other happens or I obtain this, or become that. Or it says, I can never be at peace because of something that happened in the past. Listen to people's stories and they could all be entitled, Why I Can't Be at Peace Now. 
The ego doesn't know that your only opportunity for being at peace is now. Or maybe it does know, and it is afraid that you may find this out. Peace, after all, is the end of the ego. How to be at peace now? By making peace with the present moment. The present moment is the field on which the game of life happens. It cannot happen anywhere else. Once you have made peace with the present moment, see what happens, what you can do or choose to do, or rather what life does through you. There are three words that convey the secret of the art of living, the secret of all success and happiness, one with life. Being one with life is being one with now. You then realize that you don't live your life, but life lives you. Life is the dancer and you are the dance. The ego loves its resentment of reality. What is reality? Whatever is. Buddha called it tatata. I may not be saying that right. Tatata? The suchness of life which is no more than the suchness of this moment. Opposition toward that suchness is one of the main features of the ego. It creates the negativity that the ego thrives on, the unhappiness that it loves. In this way, you make yourself and others suffer and don't even know that you are doing it. You don't know that you are creating hell on earth. To create suffering without recognizing it, this is the essence of unconscious living. That is being totally in the grip of the ego. The extent of the ego's inability to recognize itself and see what it is doing is staggering and unbelievable. It will do exactly what it condemns other... Let me start that over. It will do exactly what it condemns others for and not see it. When it is pointed out, it will use angry denial, clever arguments, and self-justification to distort the facts. People do it, corporations do it, governments do it. When all else fails, the ego will resort to shouting or even to physical violence, send in the Marines, we can now understand the deep wisdom in Jesus' words on the cross. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. To end the misery that has afflicted the human condition for thousands of years, you have to start with yourself and take responsibility for your inner state at any given moment. That means now. Ask yourself, is there negativity in me in this moment? Then become alert, attentive to your thoughts as well as your emotions. Watch out for the low-level unhappiness in whatever form it arises, such as discontent, nervousness, being fed up, and so on. 
Watch out for thoughts that appear to justify or explain this unhappiness, but in reality, cause it. The moment you become aware of a negative state within yourself, it does not mean that you have failed. It means that you have succeeded. Until that awareness happens, there is identification with inner states, and such identification is ego. With awareness comes disidentification from thoughts, emotions, and reactions. I love that. Please catch what he's saying there. Until that awareness happens, there is identification with inner states, and such identification is ego. With awareness comes disidentification from thoughts, emotions, and reactions. This is not to be confused with denial. The thoughts, emotions, or reactions are recognized, and in the moment of recognizing, disidentification happens automatically. Your sense of self, of who you are, then undergoes a shift. Before you were the thoughts, emotions, and reactions, now you are the awareness, the conscious presence that witnesses those states. He presents another thought that we might think in quotes. One day I will be free of the ego. Well, who is talking with a statement like that? The ego. To become free of the ego is not really a big job, but a very small one. All you need to do is be aware of your thoughts and emotions as they happen. This is not really a doing, but an alert seeing. In that sense, it is true that there is nothing you can do to become free of the ego. When that shift happens, which is the shift from thinking to awareness, an intelligence far greater than the ego's cleverness begins to operate in your life. Emotions and even thoughts become depersonalized through awareness. Their impersonal nature is recognized. There is no longer a self in them. They are just human emotions, human thoughts. Your entire personal history, which is ultimately no more than a story, a bundle of thoughts and emotions becomes of secondary importance and no longer occupies the forefront of your consciousness. It no longer forms the basis for your sense of identity. You are the light of presence, the awareness that is prior to and deeper than any thoughts and emotions. You are more 
than your thoughts, your emotions, your reactions. I love the invitation to become aware of all of those things, to be an observer of those states within ourselves so that we can transcend those states and not be consumed by them. With that awareness comes a freedom, an ability to simply be here now. And now is, after all, the only moment we ever have. And so, friends, I hope this invitation to find peace in the present moment was helpful to you. I invite you to share this meditation with a friend. Again, you can catch these each week on our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, or our podcast. I invite you to subscribe, like, or share in any of those ways that's helpful to you only so that others too can experience the peace that comes through regular contemplative practice. It was a delight to be with you again this week, friends. Peace be with you, and we'll see you next time. Invited to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. streaming on Facebook. You can also watch these messages on the Holland UCC YouTube channel. And for more information, how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org.